Husbands, fathers, and entrepreneurs, two friends evolving indifferently through life. Join us as we talk about tough lessons and an imperfect pursuit of God along the way. Welcome to the Grace Factor Podcast. What's good, peoples? Welcome back to Grace Factor Podcast. I am R. Rizé Greer, along with my co-host, Maurice F. Martin, and today we are having a conversation about how the closest people in your lives have introduced you to their faith in God. We'll discuss how their faith was received, how it might have impacted who you are today, and if you have benefited from this experience in your lifetime. Today's episode is Not Your Mama's Faith. Grace Factor Podcast is brought to you by Zabri Inspire, your preferred Christian apparel brand. Visit Zabri Inspire today to find your inspiration for tomorrow. Not your mama's faith. Nope. We got some good uh, some good show titles so far. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm feeling good about it. Uh, you know what? This makes me think so much about growing up with my grandmama. Mm. You know, I got one of them praying grandmamas. You grandmamas. know what I mean? Uh, anytime something was real, she was either going to cuss you out or pray for you. And you weren't sure which one was coming, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you get the shoe? Right. Yeah. Oh, no. Switch. <laughs> you, you got sent outside oh, uh-huh. to get the switch. Okay. Um, but equally as many times, actually really more times, my grandma was a, was a praying grandma, okay, right? Yeah. And she used to always take me to church. And the story she always tells me is she said, look, you would be shouting, mm-hmm. dancing, mm-hmm. Come on. hollering in the church, right? And she said, I never knew if you were experiencing what I was experiencing with God <laughs> or if you were just mimicking me. <laughs> she said, but either way, you sure were all in for Jesus when you were a little kid. Now, there's a lot of stuff to see at church, isn't it? Ain't there? Uh, like, uh, we say now, we hear, oh, girl, he got the Holy Ghost. He got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and you see somebody running around and dancing. And as a kid, we just don't know what that right, means. Right, you like, what is going on? What is happening? She might be possessed. But that's not what's happening here, is it? Mm. And it's like, at, at some point, you realize that this moment, good, bad, yeah. in between, this is your introduction to God. It is. Right? And so now, as, as a man of faith, I look back on it. Okay. Uh, or when I meet a new believer. Okay. And I realize that what they see in front of them, friends, yeah. family members, whoever, that becomes their understanding mm. of God. Yes. And if it's messy, <laughs> if it's rough. Oh, boy. Right. Then now they don't associate that with being weird people, bad people, crazy people. They associate it with that's God. That's God. Right. Now, me, on the other hand, my first association with God is different. Mm. My mom used to play the Clark sisters. The Clark sisters. Now, this is I'm looking for a miracle Clark sisters Mm -hmm. over and over every Saturday at nine o'clock in the morning when she wants us to get up and clean. You said said over and over. over. So three hours. You got some trauma there. Trauma. So (laughs) nine to twelve, we're cleaning. Right. But the first hour, nine to ten, like she used that time to help us wake up. Mm. So that song is like it's steered in my brain like I can't get it out. Mm. But it means something different to me now. Of course. But back then, trying to understand why my mom was playing the same song over and over and over again mm-hmm. as a kid, we we can't figure that out. Like, what's <laughs> happening? That would be the same thing you're talking about. What's happening in church? Right. Why is she you? Why is she doing the same song over and over again? Right. But I will say, 
What my mom was doing for me and my sister was she was allowing us to be able to see her worship, mm. her praise, mm. and how committed that she was to believing in what God says and his promises for her. Mm-hmm. So that, for me, is my introduction to God. Mm, that's so good. I, I remember there was, this, there was a time, it was kind of unfortunate, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was doing pretty good. I was a teenager, and I was going to church, but I didn't drive. Mm. And so mom would drop me off at, at my grandma's house once a month, twice a month, so I could go to church. Okay. So it had been where maybe like a, one month had passed, and I didn't get to go, <laughs> and now here I am back at the church. And I walked up to the pastor. I was excited. I was all dressed up in my Sunday best, had right. my shoes, done, you know, had, had the good tie on, you know. Feeling good. And I said, Pastor, it's good to see you, Pastor. And Pastor said, hmm. Where you been? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm sorry. I said, well, you see, sir, uh, you know, my mama and I hadn't been able to come. And he said, figures. Mm, that's and that mess. walked off. Yeah, that's that mess. Right? I promise you, I did not go back to church willingly for like a decade after that. Like, I was like, if this is what church people are like, mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to do with them. And and he, by the way, ended, ended up like having a fist fight. Uh, I'm sorry, he wasn't in the fist fight. His wife got in a fist fight oh, with no. his mistress oh, no. at the church in the sanctuary. Whole thing, whole oh, mess, no. whole mess, right? And so for me, it went from like the beauty of God yeah. with my grandma yeah. to seeing the mess of of quote God's people, right? Right. So it changed your whole perception. Everything. Of your introduction, your first introduction mm-hmm. of your grandma saying like, "There's something in you, son." Right. I see it. So she's telling me something's in me, and I'm like, "Well, if what's in me is gonna make me turn out like that, I'm good." <laughs> right. And it wasn't until later that God got real for me. Mm, okay, I mm-hmm. got you. And those moments are important. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say for me, uh, I grew up in church since I was young. I can't remember a time that I didn't. But there's a space or a gap as a teenager where I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to church. Mm-hmm. And the reason was because my introduction with my mom was so great. Mm-hmm. And then going to church and learning scriptures and singing, that was so great. The interaction with people was so great. The introduction to God was so great. But just like you, my pastor slept with his sister, his wife's sister. Mm. So how do you come back from that? Mm-hmm. And then listening every Bible study, children's Bible study about how we're supposed to be uh, guarded, how we're supposed to take care of ourselves, how we're supposed to pay attention to what God says. And then this happens. I'm like, well, God doesn't seem too real to me right now mm. because I'm confused about what I'm seeing based on what I heard him teaching me about what God is. Mm, the contradictions of people. Contradictions. So that caused me to step away for a few years, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a fresh start. My mom decided that, you know what, I need a new church, too. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't I, she wasn't far off from where I was. And honestly, I just missed that whole part with her mm-hmm. because she probably felt the same way that I did. Right. <laughs> right. But she was showing me that it's not it's not the place where God is. It's the relationship that you build with them. Mm, so we weird. ended up coming to the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I met I met Bishop Johnson and he says, son. There's something in you. Mm. So there I'm like, okay, well, God is different. It feels different in this particular building. So I have to see what God's going to say. What what is he going to say to me? Mm, That that curiosity was born in you. That's good. Definitely. So I'm curious about how God's going to work, how he's going to move, what he's going to say. And that is where my turning point began. Mm. So just being able to be able to hear God for the first time in a long time, or maybe for myself as not, not a kid anymore, 
but as a teenager now with responsibility and doing things that are right in front of me that I need to make like good choices about. Mm. And, and, you know, I want to encourage somebody who's maybe listening and they've never had a, a turning point with God, right? Mm-hmm. Where it goes from being mom's God, grandma's God to your God. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was 19 and uh, I was in college, Kent State University. I was singing in a choir. Flashes. There was a let's go flashes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there was a this song that the choir was singing, and I remember uh, beautiful harmony, all this stuff. And we hit this point in the song where the harmony hit just right. Mm. I had chills go up oh, and down my yeah. arms and everything. And the song was about God, right? And I remember feeling, okay, God is real. Okay. It didn't make any sense. Like, like there was nothing else that happened other than that the moment was so powerful to me and resonated so deeply that I felt like this beauty was connected to something. Yeah. But the reality is that was not enough to make me go pursue it. (laughs) Right. I went through my 20s, like Mm. just doing what I wanted to do, Mm. had success, had failure, had heartbreak, had joy. And I was actually 32 years old. And I had just, I guess you'll say I hit a breaking point in my journey. life. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that journey. Yeah. And you called it earlier the turning point. Turning point. I was so low, um, so raw and open that I was desperate. Yeah. And I remember one day I woke up in the morning and I was driving to, to work. I was high, like literally blazed in the <laughs> morning with some weed. Okay. <laughs> I was, look, look, you're not, you're not listening to perfect people <laughs> on the podcast. Oh yeah. We, we were broken. It's called grace factor for a reason. Okay. Uh, and so I'm driving and I just started shouting at God mm. and the prayer was like, if you're real and I'm pretty sure you are, what is this life I'm living? Ooh. And I was talking to him about people that I knew who were lying, cheating, and stealing or didn't seem right. And they seem, they got money and they got stuff. And I'm trying to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, what is exactly. this? Oh, God, yeah, what is it? Come on. I was just mad. And that was the first time that I think I opened up my heart enough to listen for God to speak. That day, he showed me a vision, like literally showed me, this is you. If you walk with me, okay. this is your life. If you trust me, I literally middle of the highway had a vision, heard his voice for the first time and it shook me to my core. Okay. Um, I often describe it. It was like, you know, remember the movie, the matrix? I do. It was like getting woke up out of the matrix. (laughs) Oh, that (laughs) was terrible. (laughs) I thought I was living real life and all of a sudden I was awake. Like what just happened? But that moment in my life, God became so real to me that then I became desperate to get to know him, to understand him. It was like he made it so clear to me that if I just leaned in on him, everything could change. Mm. So it's it's hard, though, right? Because Mm. it's hard to move from your trust to like faith and acknowledgement for things that happen. Yes. It's hard. And you get in those moments and that's a transparent moment that you just spread, uh, just told us about because. Those moments normally don't work out that way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I earlier this week was watching a video from Stephen Furtick, and yesterday, that day anyway, he was talking about how the enemy maneuvers in those gray areas. Mm. How he works when we are trying to move forward, and he uses those tragedies to deceive us, to trick us, to make us feel like that we're not going to be able to go wherever God is leading us. So we decide that we're not. We're just going to stay where we are and we get stuck. So why is why does this happen? Why do people always decide 
that that light that might be way, way far up in the future is not worth going through the trouble for. You know what it is, is the enemy sometimes knows things you don't know about your potential. Yeah. So the gray area for me, that's the point where people grow where we find ourselves. So the black and white moments are the moments where you feel like you have it figured out. Mm -hmm. So you ain't looking for answers. But when you start to say, maybe there's, there, maybe there's more to this life or maybe there's more to me. Maybe I can be better, stronger, healthier. Now you enter a gray area of trying to find yourself. And the enemy knows if you actually find yourself, yeah. you're going to be a mess to deal with. <laughs> yeah. So he's trying to give you the resistance to keep you oh, from yeah. your growth. Yeah, that's good. I always tell people, like especially young believers who feel discouraged, I'm like, oh, you said stuff has been rough now that you're trying to go find God? Right. Good for you. You have so much potential. <laughs> like that's just you, you understanding that if you lean into the chaos, right? right? Uh, my teacher, she always calls it uh, the calm in the storm. Yep. She says, if you stand in the eye of the storm, right. it's where you're the safest, <laughs> right? So if you're rooted in God, even though things feel like they're going hectic around you, that's when your breakthroughs come because you learn the character of God in those moments. Right. And we have experienced that. Like I definitely have just going through multiple things in life and God has shown up. So my relationship with him is, is, is true. It's real. And I definitely understand it. And I know how to continue to build it. But that's something that as far as like baby steps, basically going back to the beginning where you're introduced to someone's faith, introduced to God from a different third person party. And then now you decide, or you find out that God is real. And then now it's like, I have to build my own relationship with him because my life is depending on it. Mm. The things that are happening to me needs to have his divine intervention. It just it just can't go without it. Mm. So I think about on my end why like why now is so important for us talking about this on Grace Factor. Mm. Why is so important for us to be able to truly tell people that God can not only build your relationship but God will strengthen everything that you have and not even the things that you can't see and bring them to fruition to you and you're left in a place where where I am right now, where I am, it's chaos around me, but I am absolutely peaceful. Mm. And the funny thing is, you've been peaceful for a while mm -hmm. because I remember meeting you, right? Now, I knew, I used to work with your wife. You obviously know this, but they don't. And so I remember meeting you and there was a peace about you that I wanted, <laughs> right? Because you know, I was, I'm telling I hadn't even thought about this till right now that I'm telling this story today about, you know, how I found God. I remember telling you the story. Yeah. And I remember you were like, you know, well, if you lean in right now and you trust God and you walk with God, <laughs> that you'll find and blah, 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 blah. And it sounded so natural that I was like, maybe I just need to mimic you. Right. If I just pray the way you pray wow. or if I study the word the way you study wow. the word, maybe I can get to God. Right. Um, but there's a point that you have where you start to come into your own, yep. where you realize, no, God actually has something different to say to me than he does to you. Yeah. And he might do it in different ways and different times. Yes. And it's like, and, and you were really critical, and I'm going to give you credit for that right on, on the microphone, <laughs> that you always used to say, what does God want to say to you? Yeah. Like, go sit down and listen for his voice for yourself. Don't worry about what he's saying to me, and don't worry about what I'm saying to you. Right. Go find God for yourself. Yes. Yeah, trust Jesus for yourself. That is important because how, how are you supposed to, to, to move on 
or make decisions in life if you are always relying on other people's direction. Mm. And their direction is what happened in their life, their advice. And you get this all the time. People say, what I would do is this. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's hard to sit back and be like, God, what would you do? Mm. And the God, what would you do moments only come when you're building your relationship with him. Those are the dark times that you're in the shower and you got your eyes closed and you screaming. Or as you mentioned, if you're driving and you're in your car and you have a, a breakdown, mm -hmm. as you described, mm -hmm. those moments are when your heart is open for God to be able to speak. And then you're open to listen to what he has to say. Mm. What, what we're really talking about in this episode is is religion uh, versus relationship, yeah. understanding the difference. Religion is beautiful in it that is. Um, it is a it is a setup of this this is what it is to be a Christian, yeah. and this is this is what Christians believe in, and this is the the book that we study, and 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 these are the rituals that we go through within our religion um, to to honor God, yeah. to feel closer to God. The construct, the 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 organization of religion is yep. is important. I get it. But if that's all you have is organization, you're missing on the most critical part that it's when you let God touch your heart. Mm. Right. Um, I have had moments where I literally felt like it was just me and Jesus. Yeah. And that that's the moment that your your mom is thinking of while she's playing that recording. Yep. I'm waiting for another miracle. Yep. Right. That she's thinking about a miracle she had in her life. She's thinking about a moment that was powerful to her where God took a hold of her and it was just her and him. Yeah. It's those moments where she is waiting for a miracle. They haven't even happened yet. She's already praising expectation. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I was in I was I was at a job and I knew that I, I needed to leave and I'd been doing all this job hunting and I couldn't find a job mm. and I wasn't making enough money at that place. And I remember one day I started praying. And I heard in prayer, praise me anyway. Yeah. I turned on some praise music in my kitchen. I was all by myself. <laughs> Here we go. I went to shouting, dancing, singing, Crying. thanking God yeah. for the next job. Yeah, absolutely. Within 24 hours, I had a job interview request in my inbox that turned into a job that paid me $10,000 more. And that's really the job. Actually, I, I work there now. Uh, <laughs> it was a beautiful experience. Okay. That when you praise God in advance, that is an act of of real intimacy with God. Yes, it relationship is. with yeah. God, and I think that's where we're all trying to get to. We in the are, end. we are, and I think this is a good place to stop. So I asked my mom, how did her faith strengthen by watching me grow up? So because I'm watching her at the beginning of my intimacy with God in our relationship, and. How, how was she encouraged by my walk now that I'm an adult? So what did you see? Or like how, how did God show you how, like how, how everything that you did in life, all those, those Saturday mornings of, of crying and singing, like what did they come to fruition? And she told me, seeing God work in you, the way that you make good decisions, the way that you make good choices, and not just the choices that people can see, but mm. the choices that are behind the scene mm. that you have to consult him for. Mm -hmm. That is the reason why I was looking for a miracle, because I knew it was going to be hard for me as a single parent to raise a man. Mm. So That's I'm good. like, Mama, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's where I am right now. I'm thank you. And my relationship with God ultimately started with looking for a miracle on Saturdays with her. Mm. And your relationship with God started with 
at first her being him being mama's God. Right. Yep. And I think that that's normal and natural for all of you who are watching, listening today. Um, it's OK to have a starting point. Start off with God being whatever God is. If right. it's your neighbor's God, if it's your pastor's God, mm -hmm. start there. Everybody has an introduction with God. But if you look for God enough, then God gets real yes, for you. Does. You'll yes, have a does. moment, what we call it the turning point, mm -hmm. when things will start to feel different, sound different, just be different. And, and lastly, if you stick with God, if you persevere with God, I truly believe you'll get to this place where now you start to come into your own, where there is a relationship for you okay. with God. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, so, so Riz, uh, let's say somebody was listening today. They've been loving grace factor. They're like, <laughs> I need to find the next episode. I want to share this with a friend, whatever. Absolutely. How do they go about doing it? So that? you just go to bupodcasting.com, click the network button, find grace factor and click play to listen. If you need to talk to us or have any other inquiries that are not there, you can email us directly at gracefactorpodcast at gmail.com. And we will be excited to hear from you either way. Yeah, that, and he said hear from. Okay, we are a new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell us what, what's great. Tell us what we need to do different. What topics do you want to hear? We would love to hear your feedback. So just do us a favor, leave comments. And then we are on every Tuesday from yes, here on out. So please make sure you spread the word. Let a friend know Grace Factor is coming yeah. next Tuesday. Uh, and we, we really are excited about some of the some of the subjects we already have ready to go. All right, guys. Well, that was all that we have for today. Now, this episode was sponsored by Today's Inspiration. Today's Inspiration reminding you to get back up, heal from what's been broken, then be inspired to embrace the gift of today. Today's Inspiration you can find at youtube.com slash today's inspiration. Okay, peoples. Well, it was amazing being able to have this conversation. Absolutely. And we look forward to talking to you next week. All right. We will see you guys next week. Be encouraged.